0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. There are a
1: lot of emotions going on in people today with the death of the queen in England. (laughs) And I figured that would be the emotion here in the studio. Another tyrant down, but of course she will only be replaced by another tyrant, because until people get over the idea of royalty, until people get over the idea of power and worshipping those that have it, we are stuck with people like the Queen or now King Charles, who is apparently taking her position there. Joa, I, I understand that you've got some kind of a, perhaps an Irish heritage?
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, my mom was born in Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That was just because my grandparents were, grandparents were on vacation but uh, <laughs> but she was born in uh Dublin and uh she technically has dual citizenship but, okay yeah
1: so chakiyata <laughs> so apparently some people in Ireland are
3: not fans of uh, the queen either good as i understand it and i course, mean being, being you know being attacked for 900 years by the same government over and over again and being subjugated yeah might a little Might get angry there's a about little that. there's some scar tissue And they're still being subjected to that that rule. Pretty much. Um, Depends on who you ask.
2: But the news articles say that she's a good monarch.
1: Oh, that's what they always say about people. I remember (laughs) just a few weeks ago, we had the whole Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. They had put out a, a tweet with a meme about the death of John McCain. Of course he died in 2018, but it was the it was the anniversary, was the anniversary. of that. Yeah, it's a holiday. Uh, and so they uh, they put out a, a what I thought was an entertaining meme with a picture of Megan McCain who is just as much of a horrifying warmonger, uh. a horrifying human being as her uh, as her father and a bunch of people who should know better got all on on the side of Megan McCain and made a big deal out of this post. And now here we are just 2 weeks later basically and you've got uh, the queen of england who has died. Now, I haven't seen any really killer memes yet. It may be just too early for the best ones to have risen right. to the top at this point because this is like her body's probably still warm at at this point. It, this is pretty pretty fresh news from I don't want to
2: think about that. Was, yeah,
1: this afternoon. I guess it's probably the evening when she, when she passed away there. I don't care if we're talking about Hollywood celebrities or we're talking about politicians or royalty. One of the problems we have here in the United States is people here treat politicians here
2: who are the scum of the earth hail biden i'm sorry they
1: treat them just like royalty you know if you watch for instance any presidential which i don't recommend you do this but i've i've seen bits and pieces of this on occasion any one of these inaugurations where they bring a president in they have them swear on the bible or whatever it is right. that they do very and ceremonious it's very ceremonial and the commentary from the news quote unquote the news people is like Oh my! Will you look at that dress that she's wearing? She's just absolutely stunning. It's like they're sitting on a Hollywood yeah. uh, movie. What do you call the screening? the, the, the premiere. They're outside yeah, right. of like a Hollywood yeah, premiere. The red carpet. Yeah, and they're you know they're judging the the costumes or whatever the people that are going to these political events. The inauguration of the new government goon, the the yeah. top don basically, and that's that's what's actually going on. Well, but there's so much. Propaganda surrounding it, and so much mythology, and it's just BS. But
2: I was reading about this uh in, in the news just before we got on. I, I uh, the first sentence, of one of them was, oh, this was the the longest reigning state religion. Like they called it state religion. Really? Yeah, yeah. I have to find the article if you're interested.
1: Talking about the death of the queen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I yeah, I am interested. Yeah. in yeah, me too. A
2: monarchy, I guess, to them is considered a
1: state religion. Well, it is. I mean, look at the way people behave. <laughs>
3: Well, aren't the aren't the kings and queens uh, appointed by, by God? Right, God. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what they always said back yeah. in the day. They must be true. Right. Are the, they still
3: going with that? They called
1: it the divine right of kings. That's right, yeah. the divine right of kings. Mm-hmm. Are they still going with that? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Now, now, this is something that we're all here in the U.S. We're doing the show from New Hampshire. The, the United States, of course, broke away from uh, from the U.K. many many moons ago, and so unless we're subject matter experts on the topic and i don't think any of us are we don't really know a whole lot about the system right like you guys don't know a lot about the british system
3: no i don't really care it seems really circuitous and you know there's a huge parliamentary
0: well
1: and that's something that and i don't know at what point the parliament got brought in
0: there's a large portion of us that uh really yearn to be governed by somebody else and i think that you know for those who want to be free and those who want to you know seek their own governance, like you got to keep on keeping on Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, move to New Hampshire, first of all. (laughs) But yeah, no, there's a certain level that, you know, that death brings that that people don't want to touch certain subjects. But like like you said, these people are monsters. And if we if we don't address this, it's just going to continue to happen.
3: Yeah, let them live in infamy forever, as far as I'm concerned. Never let that die. Never let people forget how bad they were. We do it with Adolf Hitler. Why wouldn't we do it with uh, John McCain, right?
2: Yeah, well... Absolutely. Well,
3: he we doesn't
1: did. have the same body count. Number one, I think mo- most people would jump in with uh, with that one. But that doesn't mean he didn't want to see you yeah. know more. Well, death John, and John McCain
3: was a senator of the United States government. I mean, who knows how many wars he promoted, and oh, who yeah. knows how many people died? He might have a. Do yeah. you mean, remember his little rhyme? Bomb, 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 bomb.
1: Yeah.
0: Iran, yeah. 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 Bom, bom, bomb, bomb, yeah. bomb. Iran, yeah.
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Well, who knows how many people? Uh, the result of him snitching when he got captured. Mm. How many people that killed? Or when he dropped that bomb on the U.S. carrier, you know hey, who cares? You Nolan. Know, who
1: while we've got you here, um, since you called in, you're the, the kind of this not the CEO, but the president or whatever chairman, I guess is the right word for the, for the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. Uh, what's cooking over there at at LPNH besides really awesome tweets? that are setting people off all around the internet and generating a ton of free publicity, which is amazing besides sort of the media and the outreach campaigns, you know, there's obviously some irons in the fire, uh, politically this year, you've got some statewide candidates you guys are running. Like, what would you, what would you highlight right now for listeners, which obviously are the majority of our listeners are outside of New Hampshire. What, what's, you know, what do you want them to know about?
0: Uh, we have some exciting candidates. We have, uh, Jeremy Hoffman for us Senate, um, we have Carlin Busego for uh, governor, and uh, we are pushing our current uh, agenda right now. is actually uh, defend the guard. Uh, we don't want our you know national guard being sent to foreign wars for no reason. Uh, we want to keep them here. We don't want to send our family, friends, community to die in in, in wars that you know Congress hasn't even approved of.
1: For listeners that yep. haven't seen any of the Jeremy Kaufman ads, you you've got to. It doesn't matter. That you're not in New Hampshire. You've got to see these ads. They're just absolutely hilarious.
3: They're some, some of the, of the best creative. campaign ads ever made. Yeah, ever.
1: I would say they are the most creative uh, campaign ads since the uh, Harry Brown campaign. I'm serious. In the year 2000, I mean they're certainly. Fun.
0: <laughs> I, I'm serious too. Yeah, they they are fantastic. Um, they are, you know, they're dripping with satire. A lot of them. They're just they're just great. They kind of turn the uh, political, uh, you know. I don't even know how you want to say it. Do yeah, you
3: know? Don't go to YouTube to look them up. Go to Odyssey to look them up, right? Yeah. Go, to Odyssey, go to Odyssey, yes. put in the search box, Jeremy Kaufman, Senate, and you'll get all of his campaign yeah, ads. And they are they're creative. outstanding. They're creative for sure.
1: Uh, but my question was, uh, Justin O'Donnell, who is his campaign manager, posted recently that apparently the there's like... New Hampshire small. For listeners that don't know, there's yeah. one major television station. It's an ABC affiliate called WMUR 9. They're based in Manchester. And WMUR has now announced, which is not unexpected for them to do this, but they no. put out there their criteria for how to get into their hosted debates. Really, And of course, the criteria exclude any third parties by... Ba- and they don't even get into what the details are on what their criteria yeah, are. So it's, it's completely true. subjective. So
0: what's going yeah, on with that? I agree. Uh, well, I, I believe by FEC law, there has to be some, some standard set. I mean, but yes, as you stated, they're they're completely subjective of, you know, how to get into the debates. And basically, they, they're left to decide who is in or out.
4: Right. And, and, and let's
0: uh,
1: clarify something else here. It's not like there's a huge list of candidates running for governor, right? Like it's going to be the Republican, the Democrat. And probably one, maybe two libertarians, depending on how th- how things go. Because there's actually a competing uh, alternative libertarian party, which we can talk about or not. Uh, but you yeah, know, no yeah. more than four candidates likely to be on the stage. But they're doing everything they can to keep it to just two and this isn't anything new they've done this in years past i remember when they set the they actually did set a number it wasn't totally subjective i think but it was like unattainably high for a third party as far as fundraising so like if you didn't raise right. half a Billion dollars or whatever it was, half a million. I don't know what it was. It was high. It was like no chance that a libertarian would be able to raise that uh, on your, you know, your typical campaign season. And th- that kept us out. I'm so. calling about
2: right now. They're trashy. WMUR, you're trash. They, well, they are very. They're. They, watch their Facebook feed is just. One trashy thing after the next. I mean, they're obviously
1: a statist publication. There's no doubt about it. But that said, I will give them credit. They did include Jeremy uh, and Carlin, the two main Libertarian Party candidates. Sure. They did include them in their questionnaire uh, thing that they did. So they sent the same set of questions out to everybody in these these races. And they did publish
3: them. New Hampshire is the freest place in the United States. The United States is the freest place in the world. That's not true. What's the what's freer by by
1: every uh, indicator out there? The U.S. isn't even near like usually the top five.
3: Okay, and so what some, is?
1: Some of them. Uh, it just, it depends on what you're measuring, obviously. But if you I look usually at, go
3: by the worst case scenario, which means gun rights. If you look at
1: econo- well, okay, gun gun rights is probably if you don't have gun rights,
3: be, you are not free. Period.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. It, it probably would be number one on, on gun rights. Yeah. Uh, but as far as economic freedom and overall personal freedoms, it doesn't. It's not in uh, usually in the top five. Sometimes not even in the top ten.
2: You got a seascape uh, for that.
1: You want to look at the. There's a few different studies <laughs> that are done regularly. One of them is by I believe the Heritage Foundation. Another one is oh, by the frazier right. institute i don't have them sitting in front of me obviously wasn't prepared for this question but frequently it's uh, at least as far as economic freedom it's usually singapore oh. hong kong used to dominate uh. that chart but i think you're going to see it slipping down now that the chinese are yeah that's not I, would, I wouldn't
3: call that a free place at all
1: well economically it was for a very very long time it was at the top of that chart every year and for decades they, that might make sense they but built
3: the heck out of it for 30, 40 years, right? And it turned into the most economically powerful place, one of the most economically powerful places in the world very yeah. quickly.
1: And it was one of the freest places because, because of, the, of that. Because because of the, yeah. uh, well, because of the freedom, the relative freedom, it was economically powerful. Right, right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, of course, the Chinese government took over in the late 90s, and ever since then, it's been probably getting worse, especially in the last 10 years. But that's an interesting thing to look at. There's also personal freedom studies that look, and I think when you look at those, it usually is like uh i don't know if it's like finland or those kind of places like the the northern yeah they're taxed to death. well again we're talking about personal uh freedoms in that in that area so it just depends but the u.s isn't there and and these are these are studies that are done by people in a lot of cases living in north
3: america so uh hmm. worth worth it worth the peek but i, I wonder, have if, I wonder how much subjectivity there is in that I don't know.
1: i mean they've got a lot of data that they crunch so they get a lot of information on various different uh, government restrictions or the lack thereof and a ton of different categories but you are correct that new hampshire is the number one freest place in the united states and there's multiple studies that have shown that as well so what we don't have what we've never seen is an extrapolation of looking at new hampshire as its own like taking away all the federal rules and just looking at new hampshire comparing it to the rest of the countries on the planet given that the united states is usually in the top 20 maybe new hampshire is actually the freest place in the world minus the federal government i I suspect that if when new hampshire becomes its own free place again because it was its own nation once upon a time when new hampshire is its own free place it will be the number one most free I said earlier that I had the clip from this Liz Truss. This is the new prime minister of... Trash. Yeah, of course, uh, of the UK. And we were talking about how these people have no empathy. And just as a perfect example, and when I say these people, I'm not just talking about royalty. I'm talking about politicians in general. Politicians, royalty, they're all one and the same to me. They're people who are in the search of the possession of power.
3: Right down to the county commissioner.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, over other over other human beings and this woman is uh, is one of the most powerful people in the uk right now she's just got the final thing the queen did before she died was she appointed this person or approved her or whatever for this position so she's on a show and i don't know if they say wait a minute i I thought i thought
3: the last thing the queen did was call Meghan markle a racial slur and it was the final time that would ever (laughs) be done and it was the first time ever that it wasn't done to a an irish person I don't know. It's a good question. Oh wait, that was just the onion.
1: But uh, anyway, here's the uh, here's the clip. It's a real short one. This is her being interviewed on. I'm not sure. It doesn't say what this is. Times Radio. It looks like, Uh, but it's it's in front of like a a big audience. It's like one of those political events where she's being interviewed. And this is the question
0: for her. Ushered into a room very privately at Number Ten, will be laid out in front of you what are called the letters of last resort. Your orders to our Trident boat captain on whether you, Prime Minister Liz Truss is giving the order to unleash our nuclear weapons. It would mean global annihilation. I won't ask you, would you press the button? You will say yes. But faced with that task, I would feel physically sick. How does that thought make you feel?
1: I think it's an important duty of the Prime Minister. I'm ready to do that. She didn't answer the question. Right. The question was, how would that make you feel? She didn't answer it. And he comes back to it one more time.
0: I asked how it would make you feel.
5: I'm, I'm ready to do it.
1: Did she dodge it. it again and Dodged said she's Dodged a rich- second time.
3: What a psychopath.
1: And the, that's the reason why, right? She is such a psychopath that she cannot even pretend in this case. She's so far from the rest of humanity as far as having zero empathy that she couldn't even sit. she couldn't she wasn't even smart enough or like because psychopaths can pretend right right some of them uh she she couldn't maybe maybe it's because it's she's a sociopath right like they're they're not known right, for right. pretending so she's such a sociopath that she couldn't even echo what he said Matt, you follow closely what's going on in the world of gun rights and the whittling away of those rights, as we've seen, uh, especially more so in in recent years, Trump banning bump stocks. And now Mm -hmm. the Biden ATF is just going wild with all kinds of legal changes, changing categories of things Mm -hmm. and arresting people for artwork and stuff like that. So what's the latest
3: insanity now? So uh, it's it's so insane because the, the Biden uh, administration ATF attack against gun rights is overshadowed or at least equaled by the Supreme Court knocking down bad gun regulation and putting mm. various government departments on notice and so forth, uh, the ATF notwithstanding. Well,
1: didn't the New York uh, goons pass some new regulations this summer? They did. So
3: California's pushing on it, too. Yeah, so so basically the knockdown by the Supreme Court just made them double up their efforts. And now, since the the Supreme Court is basically requiring that the Second Amendment be observed uh, according to history and tradition, which means any regulations coming out are going to have to be in accordance with laws and regulations that were present banning, parts and and whole pieces of firearms that were available during the signing of the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, um, it seems that the ATF is doubling down on uh, its defiance of the Supreme Court by uh, banning pistol braces. What is a pistol brace? A pistol brace was originally Okay, so you're not allowed to have a a, a firearm with a, a you're not allowed to have a rifle with a barrel shorter than 16 inches, uh, unless it's a pistol. Okay. So what people do is they build an AR-15 into what's called pistol confirmation or pistol style. Um, they just don't put a buttstock on it, and then they can
2: have a short barrel. Right. Okay. But anytime they if they were to you know put on a longer barrel. Then you've
3: you've created a rifle, and you are no longer allowed to go backwards and turn it back into a pistol
2: and if they know
3: I mean uh, right, yeah, um so now uh what what happened several years ago, Sig actually came out with a thing called the pistol arm brace, so you could put this pistol arm brace, which looks a lot like a buttstock mm-hmm. um onto your short barreled a r fifteen and it retains its pistol hood. And the purpose of it was, uh, uh, ostensibly anyway, was to make it so that amputees coming back from the wars would still Mm -hmm. be able to shoot the Air Air 15s with one hand. The Supreme Court's latest findings are basically not saying but saying that the ATF... Doesn't really have any power whatsoever. Hmm. No, they don't. So to react to them, they like, don't. Oh, yeah, we do. And So what they're doing is they're coming up with a whole bevy of new rules. And they're going back to saying not only are our um, bump stocks, um, uh, not bump stocks, uh, shoulder bra- uh, arm braces. Mm-hmm. uh not okay, but if anybody has one, we're going to give you amnesty if you do have one, and you can register your your <sighs> AR pistol as a short barrel rifle. Whoa. At which point... Why don't we all just take off our arm braces and put on a butt stock if mm-hmm. they're saying that they're this one and the same now? So the ATF's basically changing definitions all willy nilly as it pleases. Right. And it how can, is somebody supposed to know all this? I mean they're not supposed to yeah, there's no way. And there's a million I mean, I am up to date on this stuff yeah, and you're I'm obsessed even, with it. And, well, I wouldn't I have to know because I have right. this stuff. Yeah, so sure. I mean if if they want to come knocking and, and they know for a
4: fact yeah, that I do. have them because they, they were in our it.
3: house. Yeah. And by the way, one of the things that clown, I hope he's listening or hears this at least, that mm-hmm. retarded clown <laughs> whose dad didn't love him enough. Oh. Horrible animal this guy was. Just clear-cut You mean the junkie. ATF agent that yeah, was here what in our monster. house, the, the a this clear psychopath this guy was. Um, he asked me, he said, you have short barrel AR-15s up there. And I said, I have AR-15 pistols up there. He says, mm-hmm. yeah, but you also have rifles up there. I said, yep. And he said, you've clearly taken the, the long uppers from those, or you've clearly taken those short barrel uppers and put them on your rifle lowers before. I'm like, a hey. Why would anybody ever admit to that? For That's one, what he's for, trying to get you for, for, to admit For two, yeah. you know, no, the reason I have to have 85 AR-15s is because each one of them abides by a different rule that you idiots made yeah. up.
1: There are a lot of people who love politicians and they just trust them and they believe in them. They don't trust the other party's politicians, but their party, they
3: trust in them. I don't think they do. Really? Well, I don't did- think they trust in their own. They just trust in their own more than the other parties.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, you heard the applause for that woman when she was talking about dropping bombs on people. Uh, there, right? was, there was yeah, like but-
3: there was like two thousand people in that audience, and I heard like forty people clapping to that.
2: Uh, well, they, I think you're. I mean, I've I've seen you know debates with Ron Paul in it, and like the whole like half the crowd is Ron Paul supporters. Yeah. And they tone down the you know the audience mic. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, that's true. You know, but- they turn it up when. Another candidate is. Somebody's voting for these
1: people. Ron Paul didn't win the primary, and he didn't even come close, right? So somebody is supporting these other people, unless you want to say it's all a scam. The voting thing is. I think it is absolutely a scam. I believe so. Ron Ron Paul
3: was filling stadiums night after night after night, and somehow he couldn't win. They're coming
1: from everywhere, though.
2: I I came up to New Hampshire to uh, watch the recount, and I saw those boxes come out, uh, you know, unsealed, not opened up in the public, Mm -hmm. and John John McCain's, you know, there was. Uh, stack of ballots in every box. Right at the end of every every uh, count, they'd go over them, and it was all the same. Looked like the same handwriting, the same quick check mark, and, and it just this seemed, was John
1: McCain. You said
2: this was for the recount for John, uh, uh, um uh, Kucinich, right? He ordered the he paid two million dollars something 2012? for a recount. Uh no, this a uh, 2008. Oh okay. Uh, and um uh, and when I witnessed the the recount, I was doing watching it for the Ron Paul votes. Mm. And what I noticed is that John McCain was stacked at mm. the end of all these counts in the ballot boxes. Yeah. and you I know, was not surprised. The
1: about the whole it voting just seemed thing. I mean, look, off. there's no doubt that the voting machines are questionable. They're dominion voting or whatever it sounds like it's tyranny right
2: put in by sununu Uh, or the father or
1: whoever it was i don't think i don't know who is in charge of this dominion thing i've heard rumors about it but regardless let's just go ahead and say okay fine the votes are all a scam that whole thing is bs well my eyes don't lie and i saw what happened during covid i saw people doing exactly what they were told to do Mm -hmm. i get that lockstep and left And all over the place, it at some point must have been 80 or 90 percent compliance, if not, you know, higher than that. And even here in the so-called live free or die state. Now, it's gotten better since that time, obviously. Now it's more like 10 percent of people are are in the streets with masks on. But the fact that so many people did what they were told tells me they want to be told what to do. They feel comfortable being told what to do. I wish that weren't the case, but that's just the reality of it. So what percentage of those people supported Ron Paul doesn't matter because they were willing to right. do what they were told to by whoever the politicians of mm-hmm. the moment were.
3: Some people Change have this. walked here. That's true.
1: Yeah, some got one Remember guy that walked across the Walk for Liberty by yeah. Will. I forget his last long name. A long time ago. Will,
3: uh, Will Buchanan. Buchanan, thank you.
1: Yes,
2: I followed him every single day. You know, I was watching was him every amazing, day. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was pretty cool. Well, he
3: walked from like... Oregon. Yeah. The coast of Oregon.
2: Yeah.
1: All the way to the coast of uh, New Hampshire. I don't remember how many months it took him, but man, he went through a lot of pairs he of shoes. He did like too. Uh, 30, that's 40 right. miles a day. Yeah, it was ama- it was an amazing thing. Uh, so yeah, there's no doubt about the commitment of the people here, but the average person not so committed. And that's why this whole migration thing is such an important thing to bring people together who feel similarly about liberty, who want to actually achieve Liberty in our lifetime uh, because there's not, just not enough of us out there to make a difference anywhere. If we can carve out one little area of the country or one little area of the world here for ourselves, then I think that'd be the best we can do.
2: I really believe that uh, New Hampshire people, even non free staters, are coming around to these ideas faster than ever and that you see him you see the the reports the democrats put out in the mainstream media the free staters are winning they're taking over mm-hmm. oh my god let's panic 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 we got to fight them now well that just shows that we're winning oh absolutely yeah, yeah. they they've got uh,
1: mailers coming out they've got they're putting big oh, money yeah. Big money, lots of time, lots of money into attacking the free what staters. What a waste, here.
2: too. What, what, they waste so much money attacking us. Like, they
3: spend so much money on our campaign ad, or on our campaign, yeah. you know, <laughs> our, our publicity. Yeah, they're machine. just doing, doing us favors at this us. point. <laughs> I think I
1: think it does. I believe that stuff helps the free Absolutely, Because I do agree with you. I think the mentality of the, the New Hampshire person generally is yeah. a more freedom oriented mentality
2: yeah and if anybody any uh that hasn't come around yet and they know free staters here in the state they're like they're coming around now like oh yeah they're not bad people they're mm-hmm. actually good people they want to help they're actually like you know uh walking the walk that you know what they're saying they're doing and um and it's true and uh, i think these these locals or people had just moved uh, recently that are not free staters they are coming around real quick i believe it
1: now things have gotten a lot better around here, but that is not true elsewhere in the world. I just discovered that there's another lockdown. Yeah, you're pointing at your ears, Joe. You're hearing screams of the people. Uh, this is footage from Chengdu, China.
4: From law. This is from what's... Law.
1: This is what it sounds like at nighttime, with people shouting and screaming out their apartment windows. Uh So you've got somebody standing out on their balcony just taking video, and you can hear the horror of people after... This is one week, by the way. They've been at this for one week now.
3: Yeah, last time we saw people doing this in China was because they didn't have enough... What? it was shanghai when they did uh, shanghai last recently. time yeah they yeah. didn't have enough food and people were going out without basic necessities locked into their houses yep. locked into their apartment buildings
1: it was insane we we covered that in a lot of detail here on free talk live i just came across this news about chengdu again this is uh, has been affecting the people there for an entire week uh the the insanity in in shanghai was just absolutely i mean it was beyond belief
2: people fishing out of their balconies that was crazy
1: they, they were... Uh, the, the Dogs and cats were in the streets killing each other because people were being, kid, being kidnapped by these so-called authorities, these white-suited men that will just come into your apartment and spray it with whatever the hell that chemical is that they've been spraying all over everything. Uh, and they take you out and put you into a quarantine center for who knows how long you have to stay there until they decide that you're clear or whatever and they can send you back. But meanwhile... They leave your dog and your cat in the apartment. And if they don't die of starvation, then they escape the apartment and they take to the streets. Well, the streets are empty. People are inside their homes. Right. So what happens? There's no one to feed the dogs. There's no one to feed the cats. Now, I'm sure some of them are finding rats here and there and, and managing to uh, to survive. But
3: and That's if they can fight with the humans to earn the
1: rats. Well, then. that's the thing. Humans were all in their apartments for the most part. Oh, There's right. barely any people yeah. on the streets. Even here now in the in the U.S., you have people who were previously all for the lockdowns and for the masks, who are now coming out and and recanting. Yeah, and coming back and they're saying, "Okay, this actually hurt our kids. Putting forcing children into masks hurt children's development. Absolutely, I'm sure."
3: Like, but who didn't see
2: that coming? Right. Uh, a lot of people. Yeah. It apparently. was obvious
1: to us. Clowns.
2: Yeah, it was obvious. There's a spiritual connection too. It's not even so much like the disease spreading. But right. being able to look at people's faces is psychologically damaging to anybody, especially kids. Correct. Babies. Big too. time, babies. Big time. Oh my god. You you have to be able to see people smiling. Absolutely. Right? Like
1: that's that's so important to somebody's development. I mean, it's it's good like you said, for it's good for for adults to see. Just to know you're dealing with somebody who's friendly and right. who's not a threat or whatever. But that's so much more true for, for children who have no... These kids that are one, two years old going through this, seeing no adults in their life... They being depend on those facial expressions. They probably understand right.
2: the communication more so right. with those expressions than they do with the words that they don't understand yet.
1: To me, the idea of not having faces is absolutely terrifying
2: Absolutely, yeah. as, a, yeah. as a
1: kid. As an adult, I found it despicable and disgusting. But as a child, it could... I mean, the amount of damage is just unbelievable. But they're still doing it in uh, in Chengdu, which, again, has been going on now for a week. On Wednesday, when lockdown measures were expected to be lifted, guess what? Authorities detected 116 new COVID cases, according to Reuters. Those followed the 121 cases
3: recorded the previous day. We're talking about a city of 21 million people. That's crazy. I thought the science was in that natural immunity is a thing.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the science, some people are are recognizing that, but we also know that the authoritarians out there really love what they can yeah. play with
3: here, and they're going to keep doing
1: yeah. it, as long it, as they, this there's is, no opposition. This is definitely
2: an experiment, if anything, and let's just say it wasn't real. Okay. You know, I think it's the Chinese people should
3: take up arms against their oppressor. They have no arms.
2: Oh, they don't have any arms. Oh, man. That, That's I guess right, they man. waited too long to fight for their rights. I mean, yes. they can
1: wave their, their arms with their hands attached, yes. but they have no guns. Right. Uh, Authorities say residents in 16 of Chengdu's 23 jurisdictions will undergo daily testing for the virus. According to The Guardian, the remaining jurisdictions have been released from strict lockdown, but residents will not be allowed uh, to travel out of Chengdu, let alone their home districts, unless absolutely necessary. First thing they did was they went to the grocery store and started clearing out as much as they possibly could. There's footage of people fighting. Over getting you know a bag of sugar or whatever, there's clips, uh, there's photographs of people stuffing entire pigs in the back of like a trunk of a Nissan or something, driving home with a whole pig.
2: Basically, that's scary because I mean, pork is is different though. You know, it's like this starts to get warm, (laughs) it's done. Well, I mean, maybe they got a fridge like a freezer
1: at
3: home to put it into. I I I I don't don't I do not understand. Call me a bumpkin, but. Ian laughs at me when I tell him that Keene, New Hampshire is by far the most populated place I have ever lived, and it is too populated for Mm. me. This boy (laughs) grew up with the smell of cow poop. In the very near distance, his entire life. And I like it that way. And we don't run into problems like being welded shut into filing cabinets. Well, it's so convenient to live in the big city. Yeah, go for (laughs) it, pal. You can have your big city. And I'm going to stay right here. And at some point, I'm going to try to find a way to put up a big wall to keep all those city rats right where they love it and because we don't want them well, in the it's, boonies, it's interesting that you mentioned
1: being welded into something because that's where i wanted to go with this next and we'll get we'll get back into the u.s and what's happening in california with the uh, power outages which uh, i definitely want to talk about but there's another video here showing somebody in the street and they say that chengdu which is the city that's been locked down now for i think it's day number eight at this point it was supposed to just be for a week but now it's extended indefinitely they were hit by an earthquake yesterday
2: oh interesting
1: and what i want you to consider here is when shanghai was locked down for like two three months earlier this year one of the things that started happening it didn't happen right away it was probably four or five weeks in that in the middle of the night the chinese communist party had metal gates brought in on oh, trucks yeah. on the backs of trucks and they had men uh, attaching these gates to the fronts of the buildings these apartment buildings so they were literally locking people into their apartment buildings and somebody said like what happens when a fire happens i mean these are apartment buildings. they don't care somebody's gonna get one of them's gonna catch on fire just because that's what happens right look like, over time oh, some, i saw a
3: video of them literally taking a stick welder and going door to door on these apartment buildings and welding, welding. the door shut right
2: if you're living in California in the city and you don't like what's going on there. You could leave. You really are. You're a clown. Well, especially if
1: you're a libertarian, right? If you're one oh. of
2: these percent. If you're yeah. one of these and libertarians. there's a bunch of them out there. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, I really love L.A. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? But they want, they want the system to change. Oh, I have hope in it, right? Yeah, they do. Stop beating a dead horse or it's yeah. it's insane. You're not going to win that fight. Not they, in L.A., they not think in California, they
1: can. and and so yeah, we'll, we'll get into what's going on in California right now. Where oh, surprise, surprise, it's blackout time again.
2: Oh, okay,
1: this has happened before, by the way. They they uh, it's like every year basically. The yeah. California has what they call rolling blackouts. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of people don't know what that even means because we've got like consistent power. The only time power goes out around here in New Hampshire where we live is if like a branch takes down a line mm-hmm. during a terrible winter storm or something.
2: Right. It might take over a small neighborhood or something too. It's not gonna take yeah. out like a whole city. But like but what's happening in California, I know uh for a couple of years I saw it on Reason TV. Um, what's going on with the blackouts is because they're trying to convert all their systems to solar and anything but nuclear. They're trying to do all these other alternative mm-hmm. systems and the reality is, is that it they, cut it. The, the government does not know what's best for you and best for the, you know, the, the grid and they're investing in all these ideas and it's just wiping, it's just shutting down the system, shutting down uh, the electricity and this is where you that's, get the rolling blackouts from. That's part of it. The other part is
1: when you're dealing with government power, I mean, it's not run by a government that's like... The, the power company is a company. It's not the government per se. Right. But they look at it as public utility. But it's a public utility, so-called, and that means it's a monopoly. That right. means there's mm-hmm. only one of them. You don't get to choose between right. different you know, options as far as your power company so is concerned. It's not much
2: different here in New Hampshire, either.
1: And what what happened previously in the last few years, they were having these rolling blackouts. The supposed claim was is that it was because of fires that were starting near some of the the key power lines
3: sure that's right
1: and the reason the fires were starting was supposedly because the fire or the uh, the power company couldn't get approval from the public utilities commission to raise their rates to where they could then supposedly this is what they claimed they couldn't afford to pay people to go out and clear the brush right from around these power lines and so The dry brush gets caught on fire during super hot seasons or whatever, and, and then that takes lines down, and then you don't have any power left. California's risk of widespread blackouts this week is forcing millions of residents to keep the grid afloat by jacking up thermostats and shutting off appliances. Now, the funny thing about this is we've been reporting on this happening over in the European Union in the last week or so. We are expecting them to see even more restrictions as the weather starts to get colder. What with the fact that power bills are going up by factors of two, four, six,
2: some cases 10. uh, Especially with uh, the price of power here in New Hampshire basically doubled. Just about. A couple weeks, a few weeks ago. The
1: supply rates doubled. Uh, now, that doesn't include the delivery rate, which is still about the same. So it's maybe I think Ariat did her uh, ran her numbers and found that it was up 64 wow. percent. So, I mean, that's nothing to shake a stick out. I mean, that's a pretty significant uh, Absolutely. increase, but it's even worse in the European Union. And they're getting ready to do what oh, you, for lack of a better term, would be called uh, power austerity measures coming this winter there's already talk in i think it was switzerland that if uh if people don't follow these measures they will face three years in prison Yikes. if they wow. don't, and that's
2: know, that's cheaper if you they, know
1: that's cheaper to throw you
2: in jail yeah i don't get, know i don't know what they thought about that as economically sound
1: well they're not thinking about that they're just thinking about obedience they're thinking oh, about right, forcing people right. and so the whole covid lockdown thing was essentially a precursor to this. And remember, during the COVID lockdowns, the conspiracy people were saying that climate change is next. Yep. That they're doing this to see how far they can push people, and then the next excuse for more lockdowns is going to be climate change. My
3: they're- least favorite people in the world are the ones who are dismissive of conspiracy theorists because mm-hmm. those conspiracy theorists are the ones who've been right more often. like More I go, so
1: recently, more right I,
3: than ever. I, they, they, Well, I think everything they've always said is starting to come true all mm-hmm. of a sudden all at yep. once and you know they, they never said it was gonna happen in your face i mean the original game of thrones show was all about kind of being disgusted at royalty as
2: well yeah right. i mean scenes of rape and them, everything right
1: there was that the idea they want you to dislike these people
2: i think that's the idea that okay. yeah because you know in the you know the original series you know uh, i could go on and on about the Uh, the rapings that happened. Mm. And, you know, everyone liked the character, though. You know, everyone, he was Mm. a bad guy and then he became good and it's all this weird stuff. Yeah,
3: Jamie Lannister. You know, Game of Thrones opened, the the opening scene was Ned Stark beheading some dude. It's like, oh, wait. well He's the... Good guy
2: out of all these dirtbags. <laughs> yeah, but like Sean Bean water. dies in every movie he's in, so... That's right.
1: <laughs> I've only
2: seen the first two episodes of Game of Thrones, and okay. I thought it
1: was fine, but it just didn't
2: bring me back for, for more at that point. It was just kind of addicting, honestly, to watch.
1: The uh, So, a little bit more here in California. So, now they are having rolling blackouts, and as they point out here... There's all these green energy policies that are playing into this. You mentioned this, uh, Joe. Before this week's historic September heat wave, the state's wobbly grid with a history of disrupting political careers has become a fresh target for critics of California's climate-forward energy policies. The same state that is rushing to rid its roads of gas-powered vehicles, and that is what, 30, 2030 or something, 2035 where they're yeah. planning on doing that, so not that far from now was pleading with electric car drivers this week not to recharge during peak hours. Are they insane? That's all they got, right? Like They literally have not enough energy to supply people. And we
3: know how that works. Been- I, they're, these are not econ- economists. Again, mm-hmm. we realize they're that are socialists are bad at being economists. And now all hours become peak hours because everybody wants to plug in in the low-demand times.
2: I say, I, told to. I say all these electric cars go to Nancy Pelosi's house and plug in at her house.
3: they uh the electric
1: cars is something they've been pushing real hard out there and the idea is that oh well this is going to help save the
3: environment but where's the electricity come from right it's coming from i don't think they care about that and i as a as a motorhead you know i'm a motorhead yeah as a motorhead and i got into a a little facebook tiff earlier today with some dude on my friends list he's pushing you know electric cars oh electric cars people are not Mm -hmm. what people think they are they're so good and you love it every i'm like no I want to feel a grumbly engine under me. I want to smell like, I want to have the smells of gas and Mm -hmm. oil, and I like that stuff, and I want to hear, and you know, I like the smell of exhaust. Well,
2: I, I certainly wouldn't want to ban it from you. Well, here's the thing.
3: An electric car, if you've ever been near one, they're easily hackable.
1: Joe, tells me you are a YouTube channel slash Odyssey channel creator. What do you do?
5: Yeah, I basically, you know, I make videos, I do uh, live streams. Um, typically, it's about sort of what's going on in the world uh, and also in whatever local community I'm in. I, I was doing more streams about Rhode Island and what was going on there. Um, but now that I'm in New Hampshire, you know, we're going to be talking about that a little bit more. But Good. Uh, yeah, a lot of it is like national news and in like international news, too.
1: And the channel name is what?
5: Uh, resisting the reset
1: resisting the reset is that in reference to the world economic forum's great reset
2: you bet yeah didn't you have that yeah. name well before uh uh
5: yeah well actually um i had a different name for my channel oh, okay um uh, before it was actually called press reset earth
2: and that's right um yes
5: yeah and then during Covid. actually i think it was right before covid if i'm not mistaken i don't remember exactly but i did change it to resisting the reset because man it, it's you know this great reset thing it, it now that it has a label you know it's been around for a while you know this sort of i guess you could say a new world order you know they're trying to, to create here a lot of the global elites you know sure. they, they have their own sort of agenda for for us little guys you know
2: yeah Klaus schwab um, thinks he knows what's best for you <laughs> You know
5: yeah, what I found? Right,
3: I found out oh, that Klaus Schwab was one of Henry Kissinger's acolytes back in the, hmm. the early days.
5: Yeah, not I'm surprised sure he was actually. Yeah,
3: you know, I, I'm just looking. I just to subscribed to your YouTube channel. By the way, uh, eighty one thousand five hundred subscribers. That's not a small channel. Way to go! Nice build.
5: Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Sure.
3: Um, are you on Odyssey as well?
5: Yeah, of course I am. he is. Um, of course yeah under the same and name
3: we, no
5: self-respecting
1: <laughs> uh freedom-loving person would be without odyssey, uh, you know
3: not everybody knows about
1: odyssey yeah that's true
5: yeah it's gaining though it's gaining in popularity and i think you know as time goes on and there's more censorship on the uh you know the mainstream platforms you're going to see things like odyssey and BitChute and and, and rumble and stuff like that grow mm-hmm. um so it's it's definitely the way to go. I think.
2: But you, you've come a long way, and uh, I wasn't always a fan of your channel. I'm gonna be honest. And then, like uh, maybe the last couple of years, you've come around to a lot of these ideas, and you've made the move to New Hampshire. How'd you hear about the Free State Project?
5: Um, well, actually, the first time I heard about a Free State Project was probably around 2012, I think. Okay. It, maybe it was maybe 2013, something like that, and. You know, I always, to be honest, I always wanted to move to New Hampshire anyway. Um, mm. But when I saw, you know, what what was going on here, um, you know, it was always in the back of my head that eventually I was going to move up here. And then the opportunity came now, and I just took it, you know. Was there something
1: um, that was happening in 2012 that was specifically exciting or got your attention? Do you remember?
5: Well, it was, just, I just, I think I learned about it from the people I was, you know, following at the time. How long have you been here, Tom? Uh, about two weeks now. Well, welcome okay. home.
2: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Nice job. Man. I was really ecstatic that, that you made the move. Any of my friends from Rhode Island make the move. I'm just like, oh, yes.
1: Yeah, especially people with, you know, uh, an influence out there. People that have uh, YouTube Absolutely. or Odyssey channel and, and you know, an audience that they can reach out to and, and show what it's like here and, and talk about the reality on the ground.
2: Cause Remind us again what your uh, YouTube channel is. Uh, it's called resisting the reset. Okay,
1: great. Anything uh, else you want to share with us tonight, Tom?
5: Uh, no, just uh, hopefully these uh, rolling blackouts don't come here to New Hampshire. <laughs> you know, I just I'm just worried that uh, you know I don't know what is it. Eversource the uh, mm-hmm. um, the, the energy grid here. I yep. think it is. Um, I just hope that doesn't come this way. If anything, it would be it would be the culprit of of you know, these uh, these monopolies, right? Yeah, I um, think the
1: the problem we're going to encounter here and are encountering now is the rates are getting crazy. They're going up and it is getting quite uncomfortable for people. If you're barely making the rent payment at the end of the month, the power bill going up 50% is not going to uh, oh, yeah. make that any easier on nope. people. So it's going to be, especially people have uh, electric heat this, this winter, it's going to be really brutal for them. Uh, more so than than anybody else so i think that's going to be the biggest problem is not that we're going to run out of power it's just that the power is is getting much more expensive and the uh, you know the best solution of course to me is to you know legalize nuclear power and yes. the, the, i think new hampshire only has one nuclear facility online at the moment and it needs to have more than one and that that would bring the price down i suspect if that actually i, I believe out. that
2: the fusion technology is coming too and uh, hopefully they allow it here i think they are uh, doing research here but uh, all these private companies are doing it too mm-hmm. so that's a beautiful thing it's not really government subsidized uh, but
1: that isn't going to happen tomorrow you know there's there's no oh immediate- it, could.
2: It, it could it could well, they could turn them a, on you don't build a nuke plant in a day it's not a nuke plant we're talking about fusion okay fusion I'm telling technology
5: you guys i'm telling you guys we we have to meme nuclear power into existence you know we have to mm-hmm. push i i want my my macbook pro to run on nuclear power okay i want i want a nuclear lamp for my for my living room, right? I want to <laughs> yeah, there television to, to watch. I would love to have some
3: water. tiny little reactor in my backyard, just a little sure, personal. Right. Ti- exactly. You know, would probably take up the same amount of space as you know, a keg of beer or something like that. It just sits there and makes electricity. I could use an
2: extra arm. There's something
5: that's called these microchips. Uh huh. Yeah, and I heard that they placed it in the top part of your hand or whatever,
0: and that. People can't go to work without them. Well, just
2: yeah, there's no invol- involuntary system yet. There's voluntary systems for that to happen. So if you chose to do that for your workplace, that's... Well, this
1: goes back to something we were talking about earlier, Matt, where you were saying the uh, conspiracy theorists have been right about yep. so much. I remember Alex Jones talking about this probably in the late 1990s. Yeah, the grain, of, the
3: grain of rice uh, looking thing, right? They, right? There's always been like an x-ray of a hand out there with the chip, like the... The grain of race shaped thing. In yeah. The, like, and if, if in that was
1: futuristic in the late 90s, it's here now and yeah. it has been here for many years. Mm-hmm. They have what's called RFID technology. It's used mostly in like industrial applications. Sure. Where- I mean, it's
3: actually everywhere. I mean, like I walk up to my car mm-hmm. and the mirrors fold out and the door unlocks and i didn't do anything it was your key key fob has yeah, I mean, one key of these fob things has in it. our fid
2: thing in it you know supposedly yep. every item at whole foods has it uh, for sure because uh, the amazon well i mean is, the fruit probably don't have it but yeah the, i believe they do so like they're saying now cuz like amazon's starting this program where you go into whole foods and you mm-hmm. can just pick up your food and walk, and walk out, out and it's charging you as you walk out
3: Yeah, so you know those little stickers that go on food? I mean, if if they could print into the ink on those things, Mm -hmm. RFID, you know, Mm. whatever it is, a broadcaster kind of
1: thing. Yeah, who knows how small they are these days. I mean, they certainly have been as small as a grain of rice, but they may be half a size of that or or less. less. So, yeah, it's a good question. I don't know how far the technology has come along, but it's usually used in industrial applications. We
4: have another fact. traffic um, shakedown and it's called uh, CARE, you know, for abbreviation of, um, uh, it's an acronym for the, this uh, thing, but I love it because they gave out like a 1,600 traffic tickets.
1: So you love a good shakedown is what you're saying. You think it's a good thing for people to be uh, attacked by the government.
2: Those
3: are rookie numbers.
2: <laughs> we need, we need.
3: I just want, you know, just just for the listeners out there, we should make a point to, to educate everybody on Sarah. Sarah is 22 years as a pedestrian. She mm-hmm. has a diploma right in here in my hand. Wow. That's pretty impressive.
4: I've, I've been a pedestrian here for 22 years here in Albuquerque where they run over 93 to 97 pedestrians per year. per capita. We kill about three pedestrians for every 10,000 people. So we're per capita, we're number one.
1: So basically, you've so, got the yeah. dumbest pedestrians of the entire country. Well, actually, New
2: Mexico is the dumbest state in the country too. Oh, that would explain yep. it then. Uh, they just walk out in front of cars. That's what it sounds like.
4: Well, I mean, you you got it. I mean, but <laughs> but you know, what? I do have to say that we yeah. we are the dumbest and the poorest. But actually, we have the best air quality. At least, <laughs> uh, at least I, could, I know. At least I could brag well, about. Well, could you that
2: ban the bad. menthol cigarettes? Did they do that there, no, too? No, I'm just joking.
1: I thought that was nationwide. Aren't they banning the menthols nationwide in 2023? Something like that.
2: Yeah, I think, they yeah, are.
4: I think that's federal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Um, are you yeah, happy about that, of, too?
2: Yeah, she is. She called in about it. Of course she is.
4: Of course! I have been tortured by these menthol cigarettes. Yeah, I mean, they're just the most... I you, mean, hey, out of all the secondhand smoke, they're the most awful.
2: Sarah, do you think they I should ban well. cars? Well,
4: I mean, if... So we have. That's just it, like a, you we just, just be
2: don't have, like, it's not a yes or a no. It's like a, there's an in between there?
4: Well, of course. Uh, we we do need cars, but all these speeders need to be ticketed. And then 80, 80 of the tickets were speeding, uh, seatbelt tickets.
1: Aging natural gas fired generators that California wants to eradicate are being leaned on heavily just to keep the lights on because they're having blackouts this week. Like record heat, yeah. apparently in California, is leading people to crank up their air conditioners, and you know they're they're a bunch of people with electric cars, so they're charging their cars, and power's going out. There's just not
3: enough air to, uh, to. Did supply you see it. when Newsom was asking people to keep their AC above seventy eight or eighty, and he actually did it while indoors wearing a fleece jacket? Sure did. He, he was heat heat wave, indoors in a during heat a heat wave wearing a fleece jacket. Do you How cold was it in that room? It, it had to be like 60. 62 in that room, right? So, do you think they did that on purpose? Do you think just they're just to trying rub to it send some
2: face? kind of message? Absolutely. Absolutely they're doing it on purpose. It's a mockery. Everything mm-hmm. they do is a mockery.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think you I think you're right about that.
2: They, they, you know, Bill they Gates is telling face. us to, you know, we need to conserve energy while my his house has every light on. Mm-hmm. And, okay, he has some solar panels, but th- that thing is using up a lot He's of flying electricity. flying in a jet, you know. Exactly. It's insane, these people.
1: So they want to get rid of the gas-fired generators to create electricity, but that's what they're using right now to get what electricity they have in California. And the state is scrambling to postpone the closure of a nuclear plant that officials earlier said would be made obsolete by sun and, uh, sun and wind power. Yeah, right. So I guess that didn't work out. And now they're trying to stop its closure because they're desperate. Because, look, if enough pe- people's power go out, if enough people start having, like, you know, some people they have got elderly parents or whatever, they're on uh, life-saving machines, right? You, you don't have a battery backup for that thing? Your, your mom's going to die. So you get into a situation where people's food is spoiling in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and people are going to be out in the streets. They can't watch their television. No, nope. they're
3: gonna somebody's gonna get mad.
1: They're gonna freak
2: that. out real quick.
3: Yeah, and they're gonna come after the politicians. You know, I say I, I I always say how like I would like to get a car or something that I can can convert to get com. I want it to run on with you know points ignition. With a carburetor, no computers in the thing, Mm -hmm. perfectly analog. It won't be a fast car, but even best case scenario, I could run it on alcohol. Mm. You know, I wouldn't have to worry about a gas supply drying up or anything like that. I'd have to figure out something to do about oil just to keep the engine lubricated, but that
2: could be handled. Wood gas.
3: Wood gas.
1: Wood gasification
2: is the future, I think.
1: Sivagunda, the vice chair of the California Energy Commission says, quote We understand we cannot have the lights Go off, but the fear of these questions Being brought up is not a reason to slow Down from what we know is Morally and societally What we need to do Right, So, yes. All you needed to hear in that statement was Up into the butt or Right up through the butt, right? So we understand we cannot have the lights go off But and so that just negates what ah, you just said, yeah, right? You're going like, to
2: have uh, un, un-air-conditioned homes, and you can't charge vehicles, right. and uh, good luck with uh, you know, enjoying life.
1: Yeah, good luck getting to work in your new electric car that you can't charge. How's that going to work out, out for you?
2: But they just told me to go buy one. Millions
1: <laughs> of Californians received alerts on their cell phones this week warning the grid was in peril, and, quote, power interruptions may occur unless you take action. The phone alerts were credited with averting blackouts Tuesday as power use dropped substantially minutes after they were sent. The grid was expected to face more stressful moments this week as the heat wave persists in parts of the state, but pressure on the grid was expected to be less after Tuesday. So, you know, sometimes you get your phone buzzing and there's like some sort of tornado alert or missing child in california you get that when the the power grid's about how to go
2: sad. down <laughs> you, sad. you know what they're going to do for the solution here they're going to raise taxes which is going to exacerbate the problem because that means people got to work harder that means you're going to run the power tools longer and therefore you're not going well, to how are raising taxes going to get them out of this no i know but this is what this is what they're going to do
1: i mean they're going to raise taxes just because it's california that's what they always yeah,
2: do yeah. oh we got power outers we're going to raise taxes it's just an excuse for everything you know what i mean
1: They pulled a record amount of energy from the grid, Californians did, on Tuesday as the heat wave pushed air conditioning use far beyond levels that regulators had forecast. Oh, wow. Central command and control economies cannot predict what people are going to do. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live.